you know, in our first year, we were very successful. You know, uh, we eclipsed the hundred uh, call mark with working with families in our first year. And in our second year, we have over a hundred percent increase. Welcome to Funeral Gurus with your host, Robin Heppel. Interviews with funeral professionals about their successes. Listen and find out how you can apply the same strategies in your funeral home. Welcome to Funeral Gurus Radio. I'm your host, Robin Heppel from FuneralFutures.com. Today, we're continuing our interview series with forward-thinking funeral professionals. And today's guest is Kyle Nicola, the owner of Families First Care in Savannah, Georgia. Kyle, are you there? Hey, Robin, yes, I am. Hey, now, Kyle, can you provide a little bit of background about yourself and uh, and your company? Sure. Um, my family started in the business with my father uh, back in the 70s, and we, over the course of time, my dad got into the into funeral ownership or cemetery ownership uh, in the 80s, and then in the 2000s, we got into funeral ownership. So uh, I, I operate uh, five perpetual care cemeteries in Chatham County as well as two funeral homes. And our latest funeral home, Families First, is the one we opened just about a year and a half ago. Okay, great. Now, um, you know, earlier you were telling me something that I found really unique about um, you know, one of the promotional strategies uh, that you do with the funeral home. Can you uh, maybe explain a little bit about uh, about that for our listeners? Sure, absolutely. So, I mean, with our funeral home, we do a lot of the traditional marketing avenues that a lot of other funeral homes do with regards to direct mail, radio, TV, newspaper, you know, all those types of things. Um, but the one, uh, I think, aspect that makes us very different from a lot of other places is, is what we call our Art of Living series. Um, and it's a event series that we came up with uh, last year when a few months into us starting the funeral home. And every month we host a themed event that features different uh, nonprofit charities. Um, and we have a lot of nonprofit charities that actually will fill out an application with us and send in uh, to be the featured nonprofit for the month. And we partner with local restaurants, uh, local musician, um, and we'll have, uh, you know, some beverages. We have a, a local uh, distributor that they do their uh, liquor license for. It. And it's not always held at our funeral home. It's held at other locations, too. Um, but we'll have door prizes and things like that. And we make it a kind of a networking event. And uh, we offer, uh, you know, for you know people within the business community and as the community as a whole to come to our location or to the location that's hosting the event with regards to, uh, you know, we do it at a lot of uh, senior centers or uh, uh, we held one at the VFW and Allegiant, American Legion Post. Um, and, you know, we invite people to come and we, we do a $10 suggested donation and all the money, all the proceeds go to that charity. Uh, and then uh, with the events, you know, we have entertainment and we have some food and some drinks and stuff like that. And it just makes it a, a really nice time. And, you know, we get to plug who we are and everything like that about our facility and our funeral home. And it's allowed us to raise a lot of money for nonprofits that us writing a check alone would not give us nearly the mileage that we're getting through our events. Um, so it's been very, very successful uh, for us. And, uh, you know, with that, it's not just writing a check. You know, they get to meet us. They get to know us. Uh, within the nonprofit, and then also with the ties that we're making within our local community, it's just building, you know, our our uh, awareness, you know, with a lot of other people because we're hosting events and, and things like that. Um, with the event series, we've actually been able to work with the local uh, broadcast television, uh, WJCL, which is an ABC uh, and Fox affiliate, and they actually run PSAs, uh, public service announcements 
on our events every month and we get a hundred free commercials, PSAs in on broadcast television every single month promoting the new event that we're doing with our name as well as the other sponsors that we have teamed up with um, on the television. So it's been really nice because we're getting a lot of free advertising from it. And then it's also on local uh, news blast, uh, email blasts that go out from different uh, uh, the nonprofit. They send it to their email list as well as uh, we've we've partnered up with a, a PR firm that he sends it out. He does a it's uh, called the Savannah Master Calendar, and he emails weekly to over fifteen thousand local uh, business people uh, about the event and let them know you know where it is you know who's hosting it all that kind of stuff. Wow, well, that's great. So let let's kind of break this down a little bit. So sure. So when we look at the players of of so you guys are kind of the master planner of this, right? Yeah, so, we're a sponsor. Okay. So, okay. So that's, the, that's kind of the role that you're, you're, you're the sponsor, but not really having to put any money into it. Is that correct? Well, I, there's time and effort. So we actually sure. have one staff member that's, that's dedicated to doing this. Um, okay. He's, he's okay. our PR position, if you will. And so um, he, he's the one who teamed up with the local charity. So, I mean, if you have an outreach coordinator that works for your funeral home or something like that, um, that would be that person. Uh, okay. So, you know, our outreach coordinator does this. And so they've teamed up with the local nonprofits and things like that. So we're putting in the effort. We're getting the food donated for free. We're getting the musician for free, everything like that. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, breaking it down then. So there's there's yourselves. There's the the uh, nonprofit of the month that um, that's going to be involved. Then there's going to be uh, like the venue people. So, you know, the restaurant or catering service. Would be the third, uh, and then some entertainment. Um, now, do, do the entertainers? Uh, do you have to pay them, or are they getting? Um, sometimes, how does that work? Sometimes we pay them at a reduced rate, but part of our agreement with them is when they get and when they're when they team up with us because we have all the advertising or the the outlets that we have for news between the television and the uh, email blast. The email blast. The, the the gentleman only does it with nonprofit events. That he does, otherwise he would charge. Um, so their name gets out there to fifteen thousand people multiple times in the month, as well as on uh, television. So it just makes more awareness for them. So their benefit is we, and the way we approach them is, we're going to get you better known through television, through emails, things like that. And then we also do uh, flyers. We print up um, flyers about the event, um, and we hand them out at all the different networking things that we go to the chamber, the small business chamber. There's a buy local here, um, you know, just different events that we go to throughout the month. We're passing out those, bro- those, those flyers so that the people know about it. So it's just a lot of awareness throughout the month for those people. And so they will either do it for nothing or they'll do it for a reduced cost. Sure. So can you, let's, um, can you just think of one and, and, uh, you know, give us kind of like, um, like what type of nonprofit was it? What was the, you know, so just maybe walk us through what, what an actual one would have been. Sure. Well, I'll go through the one that we're actually doing this month for the month of October. Okay, sure. Uh, th- so this one is upcoming, and this is actually probably one of our biggest ones that we'll have done. Um, we're working with the American Diabetes Association, and it's specifically within their step-out campaign. Um, and I am uh, on the executive board, so this is why we're kind of teaming up, making this a little bit bigger event than they normally are. But um, another gentleman who is on the committee – 
Uh, he owns the IMAX theater um, locally, uh, so movie theater. Mm-hmm. And he's agreed to shut it down for uh, Tuesday evening. And we are doing an event that uh, this one's going to actually be $20 for everyone to come and attend. But with that, you know, the, we, you know, we, we teamed up with the local uh, uh, people for food. And, and we actually have two main food people, local restaurants that because of the TV advertising and everything like that, they always bring dishes every month. So we always look for an extra one or two in addition to that um, so that we have, a, you know, extra food. But we've agreed to them for the year to be able to do the food for every, every event. And their name is plugged and it's on the flyers and it's on the television and everything like that. Um, so we get the food organized and everything. And, and with this one, he's actually doing the movie Ouija that's about to come out. Of, you know, people may see that out on uh, in commercials and things like that. They're starting to promote it now. But for $20, they're going to be able to get some food. They're going to be able to get some drinks and they're going to be able to uh, watch a movie. Um, and then with this, we actually, you know, we're doing door prizes. And in this one, normally we get local, you know, car wash, things like that, you know, small things that people will do. Um, and we'll get everyone that as they come into the event, we have a registration table. So they're either putting in a business card or filling out a registration. So we have those people to be able to put back into our uh, database for sending out newsletters and things like that and to be able to follow up with uh, about pre-need and everything like that. But also, um, we then take those and we we pull names out of there to, to draw door prizes. So uh, free car wash, uh, you know, gift card to a local restaurant and everything like that. So, uh, you know, we it's a way that, you know, people, you know, register and say come in. And uh, in this one, we're actually having silent auction items. So some of the other committee members on this uh, executive board for the American Diabetes, they're going to be donating uh, items. And then from people that they know within the community, they're donating items for a silent auction. So we're also going to be doing a, a silent auction at this one. We're anticipating about 400 people to attend the event. Wow. Yeah. Our average mm-hmm. event, usually I'd say is somewhere in the 75 to 125 people coming. So four hundred at twenty bucks, it's uh, eight thousand. Yeah, a- eight thousand off the bat is going to be donated. We believe just off of uh, entry fees, and then with that, once we do the silent auction items, uh, we're going to be now. This is this is a big one. So I mean, we've got I've got a trip to Belize that was donated, airfare and uh, and and stay. Um, wow. We've got we've got almost we've got over twenty thousand dollars in sound auction items for this event. But this is a, this is unusual. We normally don't do the sound auction. I've done two sound auction items, two sound auction events with um, this year. Uh, normally it's just door prizes and things like that, and we normally donate anywhere in the six hundred to two thousand dollar range to the nonprofit. Um, this one we're looking at, you know, we're we're hoping we're hoping for twenty thousand dollars is our goal. Wow. Well, that's excellent. So what will, um, uh, like if, um, you know, if a funeral home there listening is, you know, thinking about this and, you know, you'd mentioned you've got like a full-time person, you know, doing this. So if, you know, maybe if your costs are you know, 3000 or $4,000, you know, for the month to kind of get it organized. And, um, now that, you know, that in itself might seem, you know, well, that's a staff member doing something, but if, if you were then to to actually take what you're getting out of it, like if you were to pay for all that advertising, uh, pay for all that exposure, it's going to be worth way more than um, you know, you'd, be, you'd be spending way more than like, the, say, the four thousand dollars salary or whatever that would yeah. be. Right. So, yeah, oh, absolutely. Now, we, we track it pretty closely. Um, it costs us about two thousand twenty five hundred dollars a month uh, with regards okay. to time 
for the employee and everything like that to do these events. Um, with that, I mean, you're, to have a hundred PSAs out there where your name is mentioned in it, you know, not, granted, it's not a direct commercial for us. Our name is brought up in it every single time and our logo, our phone number, our web addresses are all in there. Um, you know, just that alone, you know, is more than paid for in, in, in that. But, uh, you know, in addition to that, all the money that we've been able to raise for these nonprofits that are coming, you know, in essence, they come from us. I mean, yes, there's the other partners, but we are the title sponsor. Our name is at the top of everything that's involved in it. Um, I mean, we've donated tens of thousands of dollars to nonprofits in the past year. And with that, you know, there's a lot of times throughout the year that funeral homes have churches, they have, you know, different nonprofits, they have 5Ks, they have golf tournaments, things like that, where people are always coming to you asking for money. And we just very politely tell them this is the way that we raise money for nonprofits. And so the most successful, you know, nonprofits and the ones that we're looking to work with are the ones that are willing to work with us and be able to actively uh, promote the events. So there's nonprofits that we've worked with in the past year that we probably wouldn't work with again. There's other nonprofits that we've worked with that we would absolutely work with again. Um, but it makes it to where our, our just dollars that we're giving out in donations are higher than we ever would be able to, uh, while really financially not being nearly as much as, as, as uh, you know, there would be if we were doing all those golf tournaments and those calendars and things like that. Yeah. You, you, you know, you get, they, you get the request to, you know, for a thousand dollar check and, and then, you know, maybe you sponsor like the 16th hole and, you know, people don't, you know, they don't even re- realize, right? Cause it's just one of 18 or, you know, 17 other exactly. sponsors, right? Yeah. And this, and this is something where we're, you know, we're working with them too. So as opposed to just writing them a check and they don't really know us, I mean, they may appreciate what we do. Don't get me wrong. It's a great thing to do and do those donations. We're working with them and we're meeting them and we're getting to know them on a personal level. So it just makes it a much, much more significant um, relationship. Yeah, you're just building rapport with them and getting people to know you like you and trust you, right? Absolutely. And then and with our events, we're, we're particular in where we're hosting them because we do try to bounce it around the area. You know, we live in a fairly large you know, city. Not, not that it's a big, big city, but it's a good-sized city in Savannah. And so mm-hmm. by doing this, it allows us to – Go to different areas of the of the of the city, and you know, different people show up at those different events. Well, that's awesome. So now, if uh, if there's a funeral director listening and wanted to implement something like this, what um, what would you suggest that? Uh, how would they get started? Sure. I mean, one of the things, one of our first steps was finding within the local community the people that are really involved in the nonprofit sectors. Um, finding out, you know, who knows a lot of those people and, um, if you're able to hire them or if you already have someone on staff that's community outreach that's already, you know, involved in those, uh, communities, those are the people you want to, uh, get out there and, uh, you know, start to build that rapport and going to different networking events like the chamber and buy local. That's where I was able to get the restaurants and things like that on board. You know, we gave them kind of the idea and, you know, we proposed it to them and then, you know, once you get those, 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 those couple people committed to doing it for the year, uh, then, then it really starts to take off. I mean, we really, uh, built it up very, very big. And, you know, one of the things that we did was we started off with the event series hosting, um, uh, some, some nonprofits like, uh, 
like uh, the local uh, by locals, what it's called. It's a nonprofit organization where it's a bunch of locally owned and operated companies. I hosted their Christmas party and through the restaurants and things like that, I got the food for the event. So as opposed to them having to pay for a location or pay for and or pay for the food, uh, we were able to do that. And, and then they were able to start spreading the word more and more about our event series. Okay. Great. And I'm sure then that, um, uh, then they, they just have to use their network of like who, you know, the different entertainers. And I'm sure that they're, you know, most people are connected with different, you know, uh, entertainers. Uh, and as you said, you, you know, you don't have to look too much further than your chamber or your rotary or, you know, different civic groups that you belong to. Absolutely. Within your, within your, uh, already, you know, monthly, weekly, uh, activities within your community, you probably know a lot of people that should be able to start to make this happen. Um, and now, I mean, I get requests through my Facebook, I get requests through my email, I get phone calls for people asking. We had to create a form that we send out to the nonprofits and we ask them, hey, can you please fill this out? And that's how we determine who we use. Uh, it's amazing how many people don't even return it. <laughs> and that's how you know they weren't going to be a good opportunity. It wasn't going to be a good opportunity to work with them in the first place because they weren't going to do anything. They were looking for a check. They weren't mm-hmm. looking uh, to really benefit you as, a, as an organization, just really themselves. So that helps weed it out as well because we want, you know, we want to help the community, but we obviously, you know, our marketing dollars are limited. So we want to uh, be able to focus it, you know, and get the best for our buck. And then we found that to be a very effective uh, resource now, on top of our, you know, traditional advertising and obviously working through, uh, you know, uh, Google AdWords has been a huge help for us as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Hey, now speaking of kind of getting the, um, you know, the benefit from that too is, um, like, can you directly attribute so many, so many pre needs or, um, you know, the, uh, when those people go into your contact, uh, you know, your CRM, uh, are you, um, are they, you know, turning your, your, you're on a slow drip, right? Like you're sending them the newsletters and, and then they're, they're kind of getting that, that pre-need message. Have you seen a, a, you know, an uptick in your pre-need leads or even pre-need sales? Yeah. I mean, so we put them, uh, it's, it's very, we do take a very slow approach with them. We've been doing this event series for a little over a year. Um, you know, it took a few months of us getting started before we started doing it. And, um, we've seen a few, not a, not a lot of families that have been, uh, you know, directly into preenie, but I mean, I can tell you, I was yesterday morning, I was at our small business chamber and the gentleman that got up and spoke, um, he's in his presentation when he was talking about, you know, his, what, you know, what he does and everything like that. He, he stopped to mention our funeral home and that we had done the services for his mother. Um, and to be perfectly honest with you, I didn't, I never met the gentleman. Um, you know, he, you know, he's at the events, you know, and stuff like that, but I've never personally met him before, but just from communicating at those event series and everything like that, you know, and, and meeting him peripherally, he ended up using us on an acne basis. So, I mean, and he made a great plug for us and about the job we did for him and his family. And then he said, he doesn't want to hopefully see us for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why we know we're, we're okay with that. But when, when when the need arises, right. Exactly. So, I mean, it's being on top of everyone, you know, being uh, top of mind awareness with it. Uh, you know, our funeral home has, you know, in our first year, we were very successful. You know, uh, we eclipsed 100 uh, call mark with working with families in our first year. And in our second year, we have over 100 percent increase. So wow. um, we're, we're very happy to uh, 
you know, we feel that it, 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 it largely attributes to what we're doing and within our community, it really gets people to know about who we are. And, um, through that, through this event series, we won the Buy Local Business of the Year Award. We won the Small Business Chamber Business of the Year Award. So we're, we're getting a lot of accolades from it as well. Uh, community advocacy as well. Um, we're, we're, we've won a significant amount of awards. We're, we actually have a trophy case at our funeral just in the first year. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Now, Nakao, what, um, is there any, can you think of any pitfalls or roadblocks that, uh, you know, funeral home might you know, should be aware of so that they could maybe avoid that, that maybe you came across? Sure. Uh, we were really, really wanting to get everyone into our facility. And so the initial events were all held at the funeral home. And we found that while at first, you know, people were okay with it and everything like that, it, it, it got old. You know, they didn't, they wanted a change of scenery and everything like that. And as much as we wanted everyone to be in our facility, I re- recommend limiting it to one or two events in, of the monthly event series to do it there. Um, mm. The other thing is it is a lot of work for that person. You know, it, it once it gets going, it, it becomes a little bit easier. But you've got to be thinking ahead and thinking ahead because at that event, you have already got to have where the next one's going to be. And we do it on the fourth Tuesday of every month so people can kind of mark it on their calendars. But having it to where you can say it's going to be here, you know, for this nonprofit and everything like that. So you've got to be working on that other while you're getting, you know, ramping up and getting ready for that event to happen. You've got to already have a week or two, you know, into the next event. So it's about a six week cycle that we're working on, Um, you know, and and we're looking at nonprofits and that well in advance. But where we're going to do it and everything like that, we need to make sure we have that set up. Because uh, we weren't doing that at first, and we've seen a, a great uptick, and because people will start to come to multiple events because they heard about it and they enjoyed their 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 time with us at the month before. Now, do you think maybe starting out that they could do, you know, maybe just every other month to get once they kind of get some momentum, or yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do actually. I was considering that at first um, because you know, with getting everything going and it, it was just a lot of work, but, uh, you know, it, it's it, it, doing anything, doing it on a quarterly basis will, will be a benefit. Um, but we just found that because we're able to do the, because we got that agreement for the PSAs and everything like that, we wanted it every single month just because it's that, that frequency. Everyone knows it's the fourth Tuesday of every month that you know, there's an event that they're doing and things like that. You know, uh, if you do it every other month or every, you know, every quarter, you know, you, you may actually, have less attendance by doing it that sure. way because people, you know, and especially in our networking community uh, within the businesses, they know the fourth Tuesday of the month, that's, that's, that's dedicated to families first now. Um, <laughs> so other, other groups, you know, they try to uh, plan their events around what we're doing as well. Now, not Perfect. always, I mean, there's always, there's, there's definitely overlap, but you know, it, as they're more and more aware of it, they do that. They do that. Okay. Well, that's, that's awesome. Um, and I've never really heard anyone uh, you know, doing it to that degree before and really leveraging all the kind of all the different resources where where you're not having, you know, sure, you're investing a lot of time, but you're not having to, you know, just cut big checks to put on big events. Right. You get a lot of community partners uh, and by pulling it all together, you get to be the, the lead sponsor and uh, kind of, you know, the, the good person that is is running it all. But uh, and everyone you know, everyone else is benefiting and, and particularly the, the nonprofit. So of course, yeah. And, and with, you know, with it, I mean, 
if you're afraid of it and things like that and you're or anything find a local PR person I mean you can find someone that does PR in the community and and, and if you kind of tell them what you're looking to do you can probably you know cut a deal with them to where they they reduce what their rates are to be able to do it as well because they're yeah they're going to get some exposure themselves to all those other companies that are probably going to need PR um, you know PR resources as well and and probably the best thing is the uh, you know the funeral home could just direct uh, the PR person to listen to this interview and you know that PR person would be able to totally extract what what we've been talking about that yeah, uh, it definitely. put it into an action plan definitely that's awesome what well, hey Kyle I really appreciate you sharing this with uh, everyone and especially the detail that you've gone through because I think um, you know there's lots of great ideas out there but uh, when they, they, you know, sometimes the funeral homes will think, well, you know, I just don't have the confidence to kind of get it going, but, uh, you've been very, uh, generous in sharing, uh, these great details. So, uh, before I let you go, do you have any, any final comments? I just, I, I the more you do within your community, the more you become relevant. And, uh, you know, especially for us and, 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 you know, Savannah, you know, being out there in front of the community and showing that we care, it really, really just, you know, takes that, that, that stigma sometimes people have about a funeral home away. And uh, I, I highly recommend anybody, um, you know, to just get out there in the community as much as you can so that you, you lift the veil of, you know, what we do and, and be able to, you know, tell them, you know, the great stuff that we're able to accomplish for families. Well, and, you know, just, you know, even from, you know, just being in business just over a year to, you know, being, you know, doing 100 calls the first year and, on track to, you know, for 200, you know, the second year, those are huge lofty goals if someone was just starting out. And, uh, you know, those calls are coming from somewhere. So, yep. you know, it's a great way to, um, to really catapult your business, whether it's a new business or, you know, established one, right? So yeah, definitely. And, uh, I mean, we definitely had some lofty goals and uh, <laughs> very, very fortunate that we've been able to uh, be successful with it. Well, that's awesome. I'd like to thank, Kyle Nicola from Families First Care in Savannah, Georgia, for sharing this great concept. Check back soon for more interviews with forward-thinking professionals like Kyle. If you have any questions or comments, you can leave them on funeralgurus.com blog. To make sure you don't miss another episode, subscribe to the podcast for free on iTunes. And while you're there, I'd appreciate it if you'd leave a five-star rating and a comment about your thoughts of this program. On behalf of the funeralgurus.com, this is Robin Heppel. This has been Funeral Gurus with your host, Robin Heppel. For more insights and strategies from other funeral professionals, visit FuneralGurus.com and join the newsletter. It's free.